Hey, this is your host, Paul Edsbitter Jr., and I'm here to remind you that if you have access to iTunes, we ask that you rate and review the show. That way we'll be able to climb the charts and continue to deliver bigger and better guests so that we can continue the educated hustle journey. And now, let's start the show. Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Espinosa Jr. and my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, what's going on, man? It's going good, man. We're right back at it once again. Fresh off last week's heat-filled episode, Gerald Jones. And now we're back here again to give you some, some Educated Hustle goodness. Continuing our little, our little series of just me and Paul. I would say solo dolo, but technically it ain't solo dolo. So I'm going to say giving you the best tag team there is. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it, man. Um, yeah, we're definitely gonna do a little bit more of these episodes in the future. So, uh, you know, if you can give us feedback on how we do, or if there's something that you feel that we should be talking about, always hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and you know where to find us at. So, um, so the topics this week, uh, I definitely, I definitely want to start out with one that everybody was kind of talking about uh, over the weekend regarding the government shutdown in 20, 2018. Uh, basically, the Senate had a vote regarding um, funding in order to uh, in order to keep the government afloat for another month or so, but they didn't get any votes from the Democratic Party. So this caused the shutdown. Uh, and basically why it's so important is because that there's going to be, you know, people that who are not able to work until the gov- the government comes back, and it's not the essential pieces of government, so like, um, you know, your your military, your you know, people that are important for the day to day are still going to be working, but it's people that um who are deemed non essential functions who won't be able to work until the government comes back. So people who run, who run like national parks. Um, things of that nature won't be able to won't have won't receive a paycheck until this thing is over with. So um, it's just a huge, huge issue that our country's going through. Um, obviously, the presidential uh, most of it was caused by the presidential, you know, Trump, President Trump, uh, who who helps with the shutdown because he didn't want to change a few of the policies that he had in place in order to. Uh, have the government come together and agree on what they were agree on what they were voting on. So I definitely wanted to get your thoughts on that. Bad news bears, man. It, it's crazy because I, you know, I've I heard about this just recently over the weekend, and it's just you know what, it's it's weird. You know, you have a Republican president, mostly Republican people in the Senate, and then this happens because the Democrats come through and and say we don't agree with. Uh, these uh, things you're trying to push, and there's probably great reason for them. I mean, you know, they snuck in that tax bill, so it sucks. You know, hopefully the people who are put out of work that they're not caught in limbo for for too long. You know, I, I would say UPS is hiring, but that's a government job too, so who knows exactly how far that reach is gonna go. But um, it's it's insane. I I really do hope that a resolution comes, you know, quicker than expected because tax season's coming up 
And in case you haven't realized it, 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 it does affect the tax refunds department. So for all you early, uh, your early adopters, you try to get those taxes in early, you might be a little bit caught in a purgatory while you wait for that whole situation to play out. Yeah, that is true. And it's weird because um, I, I I don't know about you, but I haven't got my W-2s back yet. I'm a little, a little shook right now. So I hope that they're able to fix um, the issues that are going on, mainly the 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 biggest issue um you know democrats are kind of using this time to leverage their position on um ensuring that the the daca act um mm. basically with the immigration policy that trump is trying to repeal doesn't get repealed so they want to make sure that they're able to you know if they want to keep if they want to keep the government going and running peacefully uh they they uh, need to, you know, withhold some of these concessions that the Democrats want. And it's huge. It's really important because this year, even though it's not the presidential election, um, it's going to be key as far as uh, the Democratic Party getting back in power, because there's a bunch of Senate positions that are opening up uh, this coming midterm election. So, you know, even though it's not the presidential election that everybody comes out for. I think there's going to be a strong push to really get back the position of power in the government um, for the Democratic Party because, you know, no one no one really wants Trump in. And if we can if the Democratic Party can get, you know, a stronger hold within the government, that's just going to make his policies that, you know, store that that steer towards the, you know, cutting of important government policies uh, make it even harder harder for him to get past so you know definitely an important year to pay attention to politics get involved get knowledgeable and understand what's going on in the government yeah like our past get farbo was definitely saying when he came out here is he was giving us a little background to political issues the most important thing is you educate yourself and know what a representative is going to do for you and your whether it be your state your town so we definitely encourage people to definitely get more knowledge on that if there's going to be a big democratic push like my uh, co-host is saying you definitely want to be there to see that you can urge and make sure that you know about the foreign candidates and hopefully they win the position that you want them to win but yeah as, as always you know the with politics is becoming increasingly increasingly more just I feel like I know more about politics now because Donald Trump was president than I have in the past years, and I don't know if that's because he's messing things up so much or because people are just so against. Like, I feel like I know about every document, every bill that that, that passes now, rather than kind of hearing about it later on. Like, oh yeah, you know, da 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 did this. So I guess it's like a good thing, bad thing, but I do feel like the people like you, you have no choice but not to be even more informed of what's going on. I agree, man. And since you mentioned Farbode, um, I wanted to give him a shout on the podcast because uh, he was recently uh, awarded the president of the Democratic Progressive Caucus of Broward County. Um, so that's a huge position for the man. I know he was super involved in politics and he's always, you know, mobilizing people to get involved and uh, fight for what's right and change, you know, what you want within the government. So, you know, as an alumni on the podcast, you know, he's still doing out, he's still going out there making changes and doing big things. So definitely a huge shout out to Farboat. Yes, sir. All right. You know, now that we covered that, let's get into a, a next topic more on the business side. 
Um, basically, Snapchat uh, has is reportedly uh, laying off around two dozen employees. So, what that means is they're cutting employees uh, across eight teams uh, in their business. So, that's going to definitely change a lot of the company's policies, and then. What they're doing is they're kind of reacting to what their shareholders want, and their shareholders are not really impressed with the business that Snapchat is doing. They're not increasing their user count, and they feel that the content they have on there right now isn't relevant to what people want that are that are going to Snapchat for. So they want to make a shakeup in the company, and they really want to uh, they want to make sure that. It's worth their investment, and they're putting the pressure on the company Snapchat and making sure that they are reacting to what the shareholders want. And they got to stay competitive because in this age of social media, it's all about users. It's all about growing your user base, and uh, you can't really make any money on social media uh, if you don't have your users up. And that way, advertisers can come to you when they want to, you know, advertise their business or else they're going to go to the bigger flat platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So um, Snapchat definitely has a lot of pressure on them. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because, you know, they only have that one thing of just the posting videos or the snaps and it's like all the other ones, they have that incorporated in. Like you can host a live video on Twitter. You can post videos on Facebook or Instagram, it's it's it just becomes what what's the point? You know what's the point of Snapchat? Where does that uniqueness come through? Um, I know when I go on Snapchat, rarely do, but when I do go under, I always look at it like, all right, what 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 do I do now? After I've watched all my friends post their snaps and usually skipping through most of them, yes, yes, I'm a self <laughs> self confessed skipper. Unless you got something really cool going on, I'm skipping through it. Don't want to see. <laughs> 10 seconds of you showing off this food that you probably didn't cook yourself. I said it. But anyways, nonetheless, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it's, it's hard. You have a company that used to be so big. It was, it was the hot time and everybody had a snatch. Everybody was talking about snapping. That's what everyone was doing. And then, you know, big, bad Facebook came and they, they emulated what it does. And now it becomes, what else can you do? And you know, the, the thing with social media is you can't be a one trick pony. You know, the only social media I give respect to other than the OG Facebook is Twitter because Twitter, it, it, it has something that it can't be replicated by someone if they were to come through and get it because the Facebook wall and the Twitter timeline are just two different things. And if you describe them, they'll sound the same, but you just got to experience them. So, you know, I, I would say I'm reading for Snapchat, but I have no stake in the game because I'm not a Snapchat stockholder. I'm just kind of sitting here, you know grinning you know touching the beard down just wondering okay what what these boys gonna do because you know it's looking like the end might be near yeah it looks like that and um a big thing that snapchat i guess promised when they became you know a publicly traded company is that they were going to get into the game of um live tv so like espn or Certain they had certain companies that were willing to you know share that that were going to give them access to live streaming, and you know when it comes to like sporting events and things of that nature, a lot of people still want to see those things live, 
and if Snapchat was able to get into the game, it would have been, you know, a good push for their company. But uh, it looks like they lost the battle to Twitter. I know Twitter had streaming rights for mm-hmm. uh, Monday Night Football from for uh, a couple years back, and then now Amazon mm-hmm. um, has seemed to take in the place of those streaming rights. So Snapchat uh, hasn't been able to, you know, do anything as far as getting into live streaming. And that's what they promised their shareholders when it came out. And it doesn't look like that they're going to be in that business uh, any coming forth. And it looks like it's going the way of uh, a popular thing like 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 Vine was back in the day. You know how Vine, everybody was on Vine for a little mm-hmm. bit using Vine and, and now it's dead. So it looks like, you know, if Snapchat doesn't do anything um, in the near future, that it could be following the tracks of Vine. Oh my God! No, <laughs> <laughs> it's just—it's like—it's it's crazy because, like I said, you, you go back like two years, three years, top of the top of the food chain. Now, like just 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 a memory, and I mean that just shows how quick the social media thing goes. And I, like I said, I give all the respect to the to the OG Facebook. I remember when I first got a Facebook back in high school. And that was back in 09. We're here in 2018, and which some of you might say that's not that long. In the internet ages, that's old. That's yeah. old as dirt. And Facebook is still like going strong. I mean, I heard like the little kids ain't exactly on it, but you don't really need little kids on Facebook. You need people that you've seen throughout the years have built up being on it. So it's it's a testimony to their success. Snapchat is definitely feeling it. How. How are they gonna turn the ship around? I don't know. I, I I don't know. I just know one thing. I'm not excited to open up my Snapchat. It's not something I do daily. I might do it once a week, once a month. You know, we have the educate us of Snapchat. We were surprised because we had 52 new users on there because they wanted to get motivated, and we didn't really check it that much. So <laughs> we're doing better though. You know, we already made a pledge. We are doing better. But like I said, you know. It's hard when you with a with, with a when you when you see something that you don't get you excited, don't get you get you motivated to be on it, and yeah, they have a long road ahead to rebuild it and get that enthusiasm back. Yeah, I agree, man. I definitely remember getting Snapchat back in the day, sending like I used to send snaps like I would text. Like I don't know, it used to be like a thing where you can kind of show people what you're doing, um, and kind of share your day with someone. But like you said, the the, the other brands copied it. Um, you know, like, and and you also made a good point about Twitter and the social media sphere. Uh, they're very unique as far as like when you get your news, when you hear about some, it's on. You, you get it through Twitter, mm-hmm. and there's no other uh, social media platform that's breaking news like Twitter is nowadays. You know, I I know my parents always ask me if I watch the news and stuff like that. I'm like, no, nah, I just I just go on Twitter, you know, and that's how I get my my current events. Uh. For, for the day so you know twitter is not going anywhere like you said facebook and facebook is, owns instagram so both of those platforms are performing strong in their in their uh individual respects so i hope there's not a there's not a little there's not a lot of room for everybody so make sure that uh if you are a snapchat shareholder get involved let them know what you think that they should do to improve and uh that's the only way you can kind of make change happen Yep, pretty much, man, like you said. But, you know, 
We'll see. <laughs> I, we will I, see. I, I'm always, you know, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I get you, man. Um, so moving on to our, our next topic is uh, Amazon is going to uh, open up a second headquarters. Their first headquarters is in Seattle, Washington. Uh, so now they kind of made it a game to where, you know, they're making it like a contest whose city will become the second headquarters of Amazon. And all these cities are putting together presentations and making it kind of a competition to become that second headquarters of Amazon. And Amazon has, you know, they had a whole list of like 200 cities and they narrowed it down to about a a list of 20. Uh, And basically the company is promising to, you know, bring some huge um, economic stability to the city that they're going to. Uh, they're going to spend about $5 billion in the area where it builds their headquarters. They're going to employ about 50,000 people. So it's a huge deal um, to, you know, whoever is granted the second headquarters of Amazon because it's going to stabilize the economy. Uh, basically, some of the highlights, I'll, I'll probably, I'll name them real fast, but the 20 cities that it comes down to is Atlanta, Austin, Texas, Boston, Chicago, Columbus, Ohio, Dallas, Denver, Indianapolis, Los Angeles, Miami, um, Nashville, Newark, New, uh, Newark, New Jersey, New York City, Northern Virginia, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Raleigh, North Carolina, Toronto, and Washington, D.C. Oh, also Montgomery County, Maryland. So that's your 20 cities right there. Um, so it's it's just going to be a race, man. It's going to be exciting to see uh, who Amazon's going to announce to be uh, the final city in the running for the new headquarters. Yeah, and that's the big thing because Amazon will bring a lot of business. It's almost like winning a Super Bowl that's never going to end because – I mean, Amazon's just getting bigger. I mean, more and more people are going to need stuff. More and more people are going to need to be delivered. More and more people are going to be on the Amazon Prime wave. I was a little bit hesitant to get on the Amazon Prime wave even when they had the, the, the month subscription. But, you know, riding off my girlfriend's month subscription, it, you can see why why these, these boys got something serious. I mean, the, the ability to know that you can get something and within free you know free shipping within two days is incredible then of course all the other perks you know the amazon prime video and all that other stuff it just adds the package you know extra extra layer to the cake i should say so those boys means big and i'm 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 personally once again i love florida get it why because that just means you know i can maybe get one day shipping you know for free because hey man I, you, you notice i live in the same state as the headquarters right we, we you know we could we could work something out right so <laughs> I'm not trying to be biased, but I think whoever does get it, it's going to be a big boom. I mean, it's incredible to see the growth of Amazon. I know back when we were in college, to me, Amazon was just that website that you can go and just buy stuff and, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll get to you. Now it's become like everyday life, like it's part of everyday life. And I think personally, if if someone tells me they never ordered anything off Amazon, they're lying because I feel like it's just gotten to the point where everyone has done it at least once. And yeah, it's, it's a big company mega company putting stores out of business company shout out to sam's 
So, I mean, it's a big deal, and I I, I, I salute all these cities trying their best because they know what, what it means if they get to land that, uh, land that contract. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, like you said, uh, Miami is one of the cities that is on the list, so it'd be huge to, you know, for our both our hometowns to land that spot. Um, as far as as far as the headquarters too goes, but the one thing that if you look at the on the map of all these cities, there most of them are located on the east coast because Amazon's already on the west coast. So I think you know when you when you talk about a, another headquarters, you want it on the other side of the country just to kind of balance out and you know have two sides of the country uh, to to have your headquarters at. So I think that rules out. To me, at least, Los Angeles, Denver, uh, as those cities, because they're they're still on the West Coast. So I don't think Amazon would pick another city on the West Coast. So I really think if it's a city on the East Side, um, you know, Miami's got a good shot. So, like you said, hopefully they they can get it. I was I was really looking forward to uh, Detroit. This kind of like my second my second home, I guess, to to be on this list because. Uh, Detroit has a lot of um, Detroit has a, a lot of space in the city to where they can bring in a giant. They've been working on, you know, renovating their city and and making it a little bit newer, a little bit more exciting. So I was hoping that it would get on the list of the of the last twenty, but um, unfortunately, it wasn't there. So, you know, my my second hope is that Miami gets it, so that you know it might give me a little bit more incentive to to come back down and. And maybe maybe work at Amazon one day. You never know. Boy, this man lying through his teeth. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what false hope he's trying to bring. This man been working on his politician game, but nonetheless, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, not all cities can make it. Uh, I'm sure for for Amazon, their headquarters, they want to be in a place with a lot of exposure. A lot of you know people are gonna see this and and know what's up and. You know, unfortunately, Detroit's probably not just that city where you go and people are like, damn, Amazon's up there. So, you know, it's a buyer's market. I'm sure whoever city is uh, going to get the headquarters is going to probably give them a lot of incentives. So it really becomes a more of what now what can we do for you? But what can you do for us sort of deal? Yeah. Um, another cool thing about Amazon as well is that they um pledge to help small businesses grow. Um, last year, they made more than 100,000 small businesses uh, have at least $100,000 in sales on Amazon. So basically, you know, small businesses are able to thrive using Amazon's platform to sell over, you know, 2 billion items to customers. So, you know, it, it's everybody thinks of Amazon as this huge giant conglomerate but you know a lot of its services are helping small businesses um thrive in this new economy so you know amazon is is imperative to not only you know getting your stuff quickly but also empowering small businesses and i know the people who listen to this podcast have their own business and you know i'm sure that a lot of them use amazon or are are uh, vendors on amazon so you know Amazon expansion is only good for for the economy going forward. And uh, I wish you know you introduced me to the to the whole Prime setup, man. I I was skeptical of it, but you know I remember you back in the day telling me about you know 
it can kind of pay for itself if you ship a few things here and there. Kind of, it kind of buys back itself with with uh, the money you pay for it on a yearly basis. So, you know, I wish I was I was more savvy with the stock game and and purchased it back then. Cause man, I'd be I'd be uh, I'd be uh, my pockets would be a little bit deeper, you know. Once again, don't believe this man. His pockets already deep. <laughs> what are you talking it about? Ain't, it ain't no kids pool over where Paul's at. He's very modest though, cause he don't want y'all to come for him. But nah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh, <laughs> I'm glad plead that. that. <laughs> yes, plead the fifth. But no, yeah, I mean, like you said, Amazon, like is, is, they do a lot of incredible things, and it's just they're a big part of the world now. It, it's like you said, but back a couple of years ago, even when we first got to college, not that big deal. Now blowing up. I mean, boy, if I have a time machine, I can go back to '08. <laughs> I put it all in Amazon. No regrets. I feel you, man. I feel you. Um, but yeah, that kind of concludes the topics we have today. Um, a quick one that I wanted to manage to to shoot in there is um, a lot of people have been getting sick over the flu season, man. It's been apparently it's been one of the most deadliest flu seasons uh, in like ten years. So uh, people, you got to wash, keep your hands washed. You know, get your flu shot vaccines. Um, cause a lot of people, even in my industry, you know, I'm talking to all these people uh, on a daily basis and a lot of them are out sick because of the flu. Um, so, you know, just that extra washing your hands after you eat or before you eat can definitely help prevent it. Um, and make sure you, you know, you make sure you get your flu shots if you, if you're all, if you're about that. Yeah, man, please, please get them. Uh, my, my daughter came down with the flu I know we've had some sick scares in our house, so I could I I totally can see how uh this is one of those deadliest seasons because it's definitely I've definitely felt the effects of this year more than the other years. But onto more of a happier shout out for all my '90s babies who grew up following the great Dragon Ball Z. This Friday, Dragon Ball Fighter Z comes out January 26th on Xbox One and PS4. Please go out there, get it. Support don't work. Support things that are cool. I'll be out there getting it. That's just my special shout out that I can do because I'm one of the hosts. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, this man's trying to do some subliminal messaging right now. Ain't no subliminal messaging. Support dope stuff. Support good work. For all my video game people out there, go get it. For all the people who just appreciate a good game, go out and get it. And for everyone else... You know, we're, we're going to get to the part that you've been waiting for. Yes, the most important part of the whole Educate Hustle experience. How you, yes, you, can reach us. Educate Hustle can reach you a variety of different means on social media. We are on the aforementioned Snapchat at Educate Hustle. That's all one word, Educate Hustle. There you post snaps, behind-the-scenes videos of what's going on, not throughout the week, but, of course, in our daily lives. We try to get you inspired. Last week, we broke down Gerald Jones' episode, and then Paul asked, what are you reading today? And then I was asking, what is something you want the podcast to focus on and do? So we do a lot on Snapchat. So once again, Educate Hustle, all one word. You can also follow us on Instagram, Educate Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educate Hustle Podcast. There we do a little bit of previews of the episode that come out that week, highlight our guests, do some inspirational stuff. And if you're really lucky and you ask with, with some check, share your sugar on top, Paul might curate some personally inspired message for you. And then, of course, if you have not already, please 
like, follow us on Facebook. It's so easy to do. You just got to type in Educate Us. So that's two words. You'll come to that page that you know is the right page because you'll see the logo that you guys all know. And of course, love. Now I got to take a break from that plugging to go back into some more plugging. If you have not done already, please rate and review the show on Apple's podcast. It's so easy to do. All you have to do is go into your Apple podcast app. Use the purple mic. Search Educate Hustle. Two words. You'll see that show logo. Click that. Scroll down a little bit. It'll say write a review. Hit that button. Give us a title of your review. And of course, write the review summary. It could be something short as it's lit or something long, deep and meaningful as it's still lit. And of course, don't. Don't forget to give us those five stars. But please, 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 if you haven't done already, rate and review the show. When you rate and review the show, our awareness goes up. When our awareness goes up, that means our guests go up. When our guests go up, that means you get better episodes, which hand-in-hand circle life means just a better overall show for you. And now let me get that plug-in to go back into my initial plug-in. If you haven't done it, please follow us on Twitter at Educator underscore Hustle. Yes, that's Educator underscore Hustle. There we do tweets and the course, little things here and there throughout the week to get you in Educate Hustle mode. That's probably also the best way to reach me and Paul because it goes right to our phone. So you're guaranteed an answer. You're guaranteed one. Now, last but not least, if you really felt like the show inspired you, made you want to do more, you got a question for me and Paul, you want to be on the show, you want to let know what do we do during this week's episode to change your life, do not hesitate to email us at educatehustlepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is educatehustlepodcast at gmail.com. And I just want to give a big shout out to New Zealand. They know what's up. But um, yeah, I think that's it for this week, right? Yes, sir. Um, but you know, you gotta make sure you lead us out, bro. So lead us out. Of course, of course, of course. People, people, people. It is 2018. Once again, you have another year to go out and do what you gotta do. There's so many opportunities out there. It's a crazy. I'm about to start my new job. My girlfriend's about to start up her new job and her side business. There's so much creative hustle energy going around. Just you know, get caught up into it. Look into something that you want to do and see how you can attack it and get it done. I just recently heard from one of our alumni, our first guest, Robin Bergstresser. You you remember her with her infamous interview. She's up in the booth cooking up some more stories and books to write. So I think everyone is just getting into this 2018's my year mode. So you got to get into it too. If you, if you don't got nothing going on, relax. There's still time. Look it up prosper get going i'm guarantee you that if you don't know where to begin we have some past episodes that'll get you on the right track and if we don't then you best believe the future ones are gonna get you right and as always you gotta stay educated and keep hustling